we'll be back next week. See ya. Bye bye. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. The government is urged to follow the advice of a mainland delegation on tackling the epidemic so the border can be reopened soon. The Secretary for Labour and Welfare says members of the Social Workers Registration Board may have to pledge allegiance to the SAR. And the administration dismisses the notion that it plans to kill all the wild boars in Hong Kong. NPC Standing Committee member Tam Yul Chung says he thinks the mainland could soon start allowing Hong Kongers in without the need for quarantine. He says an ongoing visit to the SAR by mainland epidemic experts is a good sign. If the mainland officials have any suggestions, I hope the SAR government will implement them as quickly as possible. If it can be done, I believe the reopening of the border is in sight. I hope both sides will work together so Hong Kong citizens who have an urgent need to travel to the mainland can realise their wishes. Mr Tam says another good sign regarding mainland travel for Hong Kongers is that he's been given permission to attend an NPC standing committee meeting in Beijing next month. He was barred from last month's meeting due to an untraceable COVID case in Hong Kong at the time. The Secretary for Labour and Welfare, Law Chi Kuang, says the government might amend the law and make it a requirement for members of the Social Workers Registration Board to pledge allegiance to the SAR. The board is tasked with handling social workers' registrations and disciplinary measures. Writing on his blog, Mr Law said board members are considered public officers and are therefore subject to the oath-taking requirement under the national security law. The government says it won't kill all the wild boars in Hong Kong, saying only those who appear at black spots and pose a threat to the public are being targeted. More details from Todd Harding. Animal welfare groups have been asking officials to reverse a new strategy to capture and kill the wild boars that regularly visit urban areas. The head of the Agricultural and Fisheries Conservation Department, Leung Siu Fai, says wild boars in the countryside will be left alone. He said on a TV programme that because public education and law enforcement against feeding them won't work immediately, a responsible government has to change its strategy as the wild boar problem worsens. Officials in southern India say at least 25 people have been killed in flash floods triggered by heavy monsoon rains. Most of those who died were passengers in a bus which got stranded in flood water while crossing a river in the state of Andhra Pradesh. Some of the other victims were killed when their houses collapsed. 17 people are still unaccounted for in flood-hit districts of the state. There's been a second night of rioting in the Netherlands over COVID lockdown restrictions. Reports from The Hague say hundreds of people lit fires and pelted the police with rocks and fireworks. Stephanie van der Berg is a journalist in The Hague. She says the protests were less about current measures and more over fears about what the government might do next. The government announced that if that doesn't work, bringing down the record numbers of infections we are seeing in the Netherlands, that they might look at a system where unvaccinated people no longer uh, can be able to have a, a green check in the Corona app and therefore cannot access bars and restaurants. So they would be restricted. So this is also a riot about something that the government might not even decide to do, but just the idea that this could be in future something. Tens of thousands of protesters have been demonstrating in the Austrian capital Vienna about an impending nationwide coronavirus lockdown and government plans to make vaccination mandatory by February. The national lockdown comes in tomorrow. The BBC's Danny Eberhard reports. 
Freiheit! Freiheit! Protesters shouted for freedom and waved the national flag. Some even wore the Star of David, saying unvaccinated, a twisted version of those that Jews were forced to wear in the Second World War, and a gesture that's been widely criticised. The march through Vienna was broadly peaceful, with just a handful of arrests. Austria's Chancellor Alexander Schallenberg has been defending what he called a difficult decision. Restrictions, he says, will remain on the unvaccinated once the lockdown ends on December the 13th at the latest. Those who don't get jabbed by February will be fined. To the weather forecast, warm with sunny intervals this afternoon, but mainly cloudy tonight. Winds will be light to moderate easterlies. The outlook, winds will strengthen from the north tomorrow and temperatures will fall progressively to about 15 degrees in urban areas, a few degrees even lower in the new territories. Currently at the observatory, it's 25 degrees, with the relative humidity now at 77%. And please be advised, the yellow fire danger warning is currently in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Police in central India have charged senior executives of Amazon's local unit in connection with alleged smuggling of banned narcotics via the online retailer. Police in Madhya Pradesh state arrested two men with 20 kilograms of marijuana last week. Here's the BBC's Anbarasan Etirajan. Officers in central India said the men had used the Amazon India website to order the drugs and then smuggle them on, disguised as stevia leaves, a natural sweetener. Police estimate more than a thousand kilograms of the drug were sold via Amazon. The authorities said the Amazon executives were charged owing to the differing responses to questions and evidence gathered by them. A spokesman for Amazon India said the company did not allow the sale of any banned substance in India and it would extend full court operation to the investigating agencies. The authorities in France have sent police and counter-terrorism officers to quell street violence in the Caribbean island of Guadeloupe. Dozens of businesses were looted after protests against a COVID pass turned violent. Several shops were set ablaze and firearms stolen from a police armory were used against officers. The French interior minister is Gérard Damanin. Des forces supplémentaires que nous lui avons octroyées, des avions sont partis, et notamment une cinquantaine d'agents du GIGN et du RAID. We sent about 50 agents of the French counter-terrorism unit and the elite French police force. We've ascertained that not only is there disorder, but that live ammunition was used against law enforcement officers, particularly gendarmes, and that looting is now taking place on the island. At a ceremony in the National Museum in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia has welcomed the return of precious artefacts looted by British troops more than 150 years ago. The items were recovered from Britain, Belgium and the Netherlands after a long campaign. The collection includes a ceremonial crown, an imperial shield and a handwritten prayer book. Most of the objects were taken after the British army defeated Emperor Tedros II in 1868 in what was then Abyssinia. Nassis Shali is the Ethiopian tourism minister. A variety of artefacts that are a legacy of our culture and values were looted during the battle and taken out of the country illegally. Many can be found in various museums, research centres and in the hands of private individuals. I pleaded to secure these repatriated artefacts and arranged to display them in our museum for public exhibition. 
To sport now and exactly a year before the Qatar World Cup is due to begin, campaigners have once again expressed concern about the treatment of migrant workers building major infrastructure ahead of the tournament. The BBC's Vaweldi Karelser reports from the capital Doha. Qatar has spared no expense preparing for the World Cup, building seven stadiums, a metro system, hotels, roads and an airport. But it's been criticised for the way it's treated the more than two million workers involved. Amnesty International say migrant workers are being trapped and exploited. Deaths at the building sites are common. It's led to unpitched protests by the Norwegian, German, Danish and Dutch teams during the tournament's qualifying rounds. The country's Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy, which is in charge of delivering the World Cup, say significant improvements have been made to worker conditions. Media reports in England say Manchester United are about to sack manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after they were thumped 4-1 at Watford. Solskjaer has clung on to his job despite a run of just one win, one win in seven Premier League games. They're now seventh in the table, 12 points adrift of leaders Chelsea. United's goalkeeper David De Gea had this assessment of United's performance. It was, it was embarrassing for me, to be honest. Uh, the way we played today... The first half it was very, very poor. We could concede four goals just in 45 minutes. So that's not acceptable, I think, for this club, for the, the level of the players that we have. So, yeah, it's another nightmare. At the moment we are in a, in a very difficult situation. We don't know what to do with the ball. We don't know how to defend properly. We are conceding a lot of goals. So, yeah, it's a horrible moment, yeah. Chelsea 3-0 win at Leicester leaves them four points clear of Liverpool, who crushed Arsenal 4-0 in the late game. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government is urged to follow the advice of a mainland delegation on tackling the epidemic so the border can be reopened soon. The Secretary for Labour and Welfare says members of the Social Workers Registration Board may have to pledge allegiance to the SAR. And the administration dismisses the notion that it plans to kill all the wild boars in Hong Kong. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find them from the top of the peak to the Cyclone streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your speaks. Hey, DJ HK airplay. 1 to 4 p.m. every Sunday. Hong Kong's finest. DJ Simon brought to you live from Detroit Diamond. HK.HK, frequency 567 Welcome along to the Sunday afternoon session for the 21st of November 2021. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through till four. Coming up before then.